I'm Tony Craig. I play Jack Huey on Do South. I am Catherine Bruyer. Hey, everyone. This is Ramona Milano, otherwise known as Francesca Vecchio. This is Paul Haggis. This is Paul Gross, and you're listening to Do South by Southeast. Thank you kindly. I wish this podcast would carry me away But while talking to Squeak here Can Michelle get a word in edgeways Record over a bottle of rum on a dock of Southampton Bay To South That is what we're talking about To South Saddle up my microphone Get deep in Baker Bone To South by Southeast. So we're now on voice recorder as well. Yeah. So, um, so if you're listening to this on the audio version of Due South by Southeast, uh, you're slightly joining us um, mid episode. I might tack on the beginning if it's not too bad, but. Um, Essentially, what happened was we had a bit of an audio issue uh, with the recording, which we were doing on video, so we're recording in audio as well. So we've just said that you enter in the episode, The Jewel, which we're going to be talking about tonight, where Benny and Ray are very seriously going into this um, uh, this parole hearing for someone which uh, Ray put away years ago, and of course it turns out with him being put out, which gives us the impetus for the episode. Yes, yeah, so we've only really got, just got started on the episode. Um, yeah. So it kind of goes with this guy, he's just been released out on parole, and the next thing we see this um, lovely looking lady stepping into a shower, she's getting all soapy, I think I wrote down, soapy spongy yeah, shower, I mean, sexy music as well playing. It did look a little 90s porn, it did, there's no way around it, it looks a bit 90s porn. But, you know. Or so I've heard. He was disappointed it didn't go any further, but. Yeah, I, I had some nights, but anyway, look. It didn't happen. And then something appears at the top, and we were a little confused at first of what that was. Was it a foot? Was it an arm? My husband was watching, and he was like, I think it's a bit of chicken. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's that's got to be a body part. Turns out it was a turkey. It was a turkey. <laughs> it was a turkey. <laughs> he was the closest to what it was. It was an actual turkey. I mean, who puts a turkey in the shower? And it was just a wonderful bit. Again, this is one of the things you can do when you've been doing a show for a little while. Uh, as opposed to uh, Benny licking it, Ray just goes on, and now time for Benny to lick the, the turkey. <laughs> and it's just, it was brilliant, just without a thought, just time for you to lick the turkey. Yeah, yeah. it's that part of the show. We all know he wants to. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if you're commenting now, Sarah, or anyone else, I can't look at your comments because we're recording through my phone and yeah. recording thing, unless you go onto my personal page, I believe will go, be going out as, or if you're watching this on uh, the YouTubes. YouTube's. We're going to go back to an S's on everything. Yes, by the way, if you're listening <laughs> on audio, we're adding S's to everything. Yeah. Hope you're getting some of this, guys. Again, I'm sorry about the crack. I, I don't so. know what it is. And another thing that we picked up on um, with Ray, he gets out his old, so dated 90s phone, flip phone. You make it look like a guitar. It wasn't that are. big. <laughs> I didn't have to carry it two handed like this. You have to remember, I'm small. Everything's bigger for me. 
Good point. Yeah, her hands are actually <laughs> like that, but it just looks like that. The big aerial coming out of it, flip phone, I mean, it couldn't have been more 90s looking. It was pretty 90. I do remember having a phone like that. My first phone was um, had a flip down and the thing on top of it was a Vodafone, one of some make. Yeah, I think my first one was an Ericsson, big chunky thing. <laughs> do you know, mobile phones, this is not a joke, they were literally made like that because the guy who made the StarTech, I believe was the first model which was made like that, which they used on Fraser. The reason why it's flipped down is because they wanted to make it look like communicators because they'd grown up watching those and thought they looked cool. It's so funny because now looking back, it doesn't look cool. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I still, the ones which literally flipped down like flipped down like that, I did. Yeah. It's cool because it looks like the communicators from Star Trek, which was their idea. Okay. Well, we find out there's some soapy lady from the shower. It's called Maddie. And she was an attorney. So she was an <coughs> attorney back when this um, guy that's just been let out on parole um, was arrested. And so, we, you know, already I think we're starting to think, okay, he's out on parole. He's going for all the people that got him put away. Yep. And in, so... <laughs> Did, I don't know if I did. He actually lick it. Did he lick the chicken? I don't know. If he I did not lick the turkey. Didn't. It Sorry, was a turkey. turkey. Yeah. He didn't lick the turkey, even though we all expected him to. But he had a because good side. Because this is where. Aside. Anyway, uh... <coughs> sorry. Excuse me. Okay. Pardon me again for anyone who's listening on the audio. I've, I've just recovered from COVID, so I've still got a few of the symptoms and stuff. Um, but I'm testing negative, so everyone's safe. You're not going to catch it through the screen anyway. I don't think it works like that. But um, what were we talking about? The, oh, the rummage, turkey. Rummaging through a turkey. Because this is why where we start to get the idea that um, yeah. Ray called him a turkey in the parole hearing. And then you had um, something else, like all the all the clues start adding up to stuff from the from the different yeah. from the uh, original trial and from the recent parole hearing. Yeah. So um, after his rummage, um, Benson pulls out a bag that's got it's got a bus inside. It's a very specific bus as well, and I guess it must have yeah. It's had, got the bus yeah, number it's got and everything. The bus on. number and where it's going. Which, by the way, we did comment. This guy was busy. The second he got out of prison, like he would have had to have lined all this up. Yeah, obviously he's been in prison for eight years planning this. Yeah. But how he pulled it off, we do not know. I mean, it's not like you had eBay then either. You no. couldn't just buy the bus, uh, like no. model and all the stuff. You know, it had to just... look exactly like the actual bus. Yeah, the bus number and everything. How and then they the they see this and they're going like, oh my God, it's that bus. We better get there. So they rush there and they got on the bus and go, oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll travel three stops. Don't go. It's like, right, stop the bus. We have to check it's safe because, you know, there, there's a crazy yeah. guy who's yeah. planning clues. Uh, we can't prove yet that it's the person we think it is, but it's dangerous. No, no, straight on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And obviously we all know something's going to go wrong. Yep. And he cuts the brakes. I was hoping for a bit of a speed scenario, but we didn't get it. No, we didn't get speed, but uh, no, actually I think, I think it's he did pre-speed. It, he, yeah, he did it remotely though, didn't he? Yeah, he remote, something which remotely. I'm not sure you could do today, remote control yeah. a bus like that. I mean, maybe but you could today, broke, but... Yeah. Somehow use this like remote control to kind of like break the brakes. So obviously they're like speeding down the road. Nothing they can do. Yeah, so by that, all you have to do is, is have a signal for the two bits of wire to be pulled apart. Like yeah, yeah. I can see how you could do that, but then he's operating the bus. It seems like he gets yeah. him to go faster. So yeah, so which ben's... by the way, not bad for a TV budget. Like they have this bus uh, crawling through town and it goes into a water, into the lake. 
Yeah, that's it. Benson's like, have you got a... Oh, there was something else he asked for first. I can't remember what it was. Uh, shaving foam. Have <laughs> you got anyone got <laughs> shaving foam? Grace <laughs> is like, who's going to have shaving foam on them? Yeah. Um, I think someone could have been shopping. Yeah, then he was go. like, have you got a city map? So he gets a map out and they kind of plan a route so he can like safely go, like, crash the bus somewhere so they end up going into this lake or river or something and, and they all get off safely. But then one of the people that gets off the bus um, was Ray's old partner and she was his like partner when yeah. he was arrested. Now, I get the feeling because they do read, like the, the people who Ray meets up with do kind of have a couple of scenes each. Mm. But I get the feeling if you'd continued on with Ray, we would have seen these characters again. It seems like yeah. a missed opportunity. In fact, even in this one, I think there were ways you could have had had them involved in the episode more, and it would have been like, you know, Ray's old gang. It wouldn't have been cool to see the people he used to work with when he was a fresh-faced yeah. cop. Uh, but I get the feeling maybe the reason why they didn't was, you know, when you think you've got another series to do that in, if it wasn't publicly known that he was stepping down, maybe the idea was to set up these characters for later, because, again, how cool would it have been to, to see the, the earlier crew work actually, with and the dynamics? Yeah, and if they'd all kind of come together and kind of crack the case together. Yeah, that, that I think that would have been, been cool. nice. That would have been cool. But, I mean, another thing that kind of springs to mind is that, you know, we're saying that how, you know, he's been in prison, how has he managed to find the exact same model of a bus? How did he know his ex-partner was going to be on the bus? He's been in prison. How does he know what these people were doing? Where they are, what buses they get. I mean, yeah, and it wasn't a bus she got all the time. They confirmed. Yeah. So it's like one which she happened to be on that day. Is it just a coincidence? It doesn't sound like a coincidence. Thank you. Yes, well, I was like, what? I do not know how this happened. <laughs> I have questions too. Yeah, there's a lot of things that don't quite make sense in this episode. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. And and also. I don't know if we've got to the scene yet, I don't think we have, but the day after the guy gets out of prison, he's already got a gig tutoring a kid, which, can you imagine that conversation? Oh, honey, uh, you know you've been looking for a tutor. I got one. Oh, cool. Who is it? Just came out of prison. (laughs) Sorry, what? What? I mean, even if you do suspect he's innocent, that's quite a lot of trust to, you know. Yeah, especially when when you consider the fact that when Ray kind of bursts in there to going to give him what for it's just him and the girl by themselves so there's no parents there so she just left left her daughter yeah. with someone who's literally just got out of prison and um i mean putting a lesson plan together in that time alone uh, you know and i love the fact that benny this classic benny that he kind of sees on the board and goes oh yeah that's a classic theorem <laughs> you know right there he knows exactly he knows what's what he's doing he'd be very yeah. good tutor <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well, might, i don't know if we might be jumping ahead there but Sorry. after this, um, the bus scene, so then Ray gets a phone call from the actual guy, the, um, Carver? I put Mr. Carver. It's very Ooh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Carver. Mm. Um, yeah, so he actually gets a phone call from him. And the 90s phone makes quite a lot of appearances in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the product, probably product placement they got paid like probably. a lot of money for. So, yeah. That's how, how they like, afford how the bus go in the river. You get the phone out for this, yeah. <laughs> Yes, he gets his. Re- it was really creepy. And the whole setup, the way it was filmed, this voice is creepy. The um, you know, the way that we're seeing him on screen, everything is very, very creepy about it as well. And um, Gary, my husband, um, kept commenting that every time we were having these like creepy phone calls from him, like his background, it was all very high tech. Yeah. And you kind of think, literally, just got out of prison. How has he got all this technology? There's so many more questions raised than answers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Um, 
are in the curious eyes. Oh, what was the whole thing with the curious eyes? Logical no. What? No, no, no curious, curious, not curious, curious eyes. eyes. Curious, curious, yes, yes, logical no. So the uh, when they go around see cover and he goes, um, is this? Um, oh, sorry, the, what's oh, curious? What was, yeah, curious, curious, yes, logical no. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, you're you're a Mountie who's hanging around with Chicago PD cop. Yeah, is is that logical? Uh, curious, yes. Logical, no. It. And it's it seems like a very you don't always get that level of self awareness of of uh, of Benny how yeah. weird the setup is and everything. Yeah. So I thought that was quite cool. Yeah, it just shows you he does know something's a little bit weird about the setup of all this. Yeah, again with the theme of <laughs> people from like, Ray's past. So Ray then gets a boat. He gets a little model boat. It's also got a name on the boat as well, and he realizes this corresponds to his old supervisor before he had Walsh, um, Kelly. Saint Kelly, wasn't it? Will Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly in one of his earlier performances. Yeah. He was probably a fetus at the time. <laughs> yeah, so he was his old supervisor. He realizes this is his boat, and then he's thinking, "Oh my goodness, he's in danger now as well." So they they rush off to kind of go and see his supervisor and and. And they find the boat kind of already blown up in bits, and then um, Kelly's kind of laying on the bank, isn't he? He's yeah, like, he's he's okay, but he, he's laying there, and yeah, and yeah, again, he not only had a little boat, but he had customed on the side in the exact same handwriting. He got the name of the boat. Again, this guy not only works quick when he gets out of prison, he's got quite the budget. You'd imagine you don't come out of prison with a lot of money. No, you'd imagine, but yeah, obviously all that tutoring he did before he went in, it's paid off. Yeah. Um, oh, and then it cuts to a scene where um, he's this guy, Carver, who's just got out of prison, he turns up at Francesca's house with this massive bunch of flowers. It's her birthday, and she's assuming that Ray has remembered it's her birthday and sent her these beautiful flowers. Yeah, and well, there was this wonderful moment where you're going, it's like, because it opens with uh, her opening the door, and there's a baby there, and you go, she got baby? When did this happen? It's yeah. like, I was like, is that Benny's baby? I'm pretty sure we would have heard something about this if she had a baby. I'm pretty sure it's not hers. And it turns out to be a, a Benny, a Ray's other sister's baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, and then we're worried for Francesca, obviously. Yes. Well, there was no bomb in the flowers. Um, I always keep a close eye on Francesca. <laughs> um, but then she phones up Ray. And she's like, "Oh, thank you so much for the flowers." And obviously, he realizes something's up. He never sent any flowers. He really mm. wouldn't be that thoughtful, would he? Um, so they're rushing over to see Francesca, and her sister has already taken the baby out, and they're at a party. I mean, the and this party has got clowns there, and. Possibly the creepiest clowns I've ever seen. By the way, sorry, we've we've missed a moment just before we go ahead because we missed the first thief moment of the episode. Yeah. Always landmark. And I love the fact that uh, you've got them in the car driving in the front and it's almost like they've just woken the wolf slash dog up to, to do this scene. And <laughs> you see in the background the dog yawning. Yeah, but then looking at the characters as they're talking and like yawning in between, it's like... Like, wake me up when you get to my scene. Okay, look, I'll pay attention when at the right moment. <laughs> yeah. So you do get, like, in this later scene, it's more of an action deep scene. Yeah. Because they do arrive there where the uh, all the 
Pam's are, so they're looking around Pam's and everything. They're kind of checking, and there's like, oh, baby, no, don't want that. <laughs> and creepy clowns, as you really, say. Very creepy looking clown, but um, yeah, so crown. Right, creepy um, crown. Clown. Clown, sorry. We pronounced everything wrong tonight. It's not the rum. Oh, so, right, so. <laughs> so uh, at the boat scene, another thing Ray got was a little little miniature pram thing, wasn't it? So then yeah. he was like, oh my God, you know, the baby. And and so, when they get there, it's Deef who kind of like sniffs at one pram and like, it, oh God, it, it was only one step away from like Deef going, you know, <laughs> like sniff, looks over and they all run thing? over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was, What's that Deef? You found the pram? <laughs> and they chuck in the water and explodes. And it explodes. And that was, this kind of probably shocked me more than anything else. It's that all these other bombs and everything that he's set off. You kind of think, okay, you get revenge on people. But to put a bomb in a pram at a child's party. What kind of a person does that? What uh, if it, it exploded? What if it actually It is. It, actually, now you mention it, it's quite an escalation in the seriousness of what he's doing. It's like, yeah. I mean, these are innocent children in the clown. Who knows? But they're children. Very innocent children there. I mean, it's um, yeah, yeah. That's quite, that's quite bad. Yeah. Um, also, you I, have they introduced the fact that people have started to say about how Grace found stuff. I'm not sure they have yet. Because I thought the they, well, they might, they they, might, yeah. Anyway, you start to have introduced like people saying it's like, uh, yeah, it was just uh, Ray there when oh. he found the shoe. And yes, they have actually. So yeah, we skip past this. So Ray, I think um, Walsh, I wrote is busting Ray's balls. <laughs> I'm a... One of one of Michelle's <laughs> favourite scenes. Um, yeah, so I think they'd started to kind of like question Ray a little bit because there's a few things they were questioning about when he originally yeah, tested. because um, has Eternal Affairs come in yet? No. I think they haven't yet. But, no, they haven't. But there is that thing of like, yeah, um, yeah, Ray found all the important evidence and everyone else had just gone home yeah. and you even got his, uh, his ex-partner starts, you know, just questioning stuff. And... Again, I don't know if we've got that, but like this, this scene where she's trying to be supportive and going, it's like, look, we all want them put away. So if you planted something, he's going, for Christ's sake, now you believe it. Yeah. But she's trying to be supportive. If there he was has a bit when um, they went to Benny and they were kind of asking him questions and he was like, do I have to answer these? And they were kind of like, well, you could stay, you know, opt out of answering kind of thing and he was like okay I opt out of answering yeah and this is it actually does show a bit of a sea change for him as well Mm. because I feel like Benny in the earlier episodes even though his friends he would have been wanting to help out the police so he would have found a way of answering it without saying anything too incriminating or you know if the truth was incriminating goes look that's what happens however I do not believe that he's done anything you know whereas he just he, he is uh, electing not to say anything here, as he puts it. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, Benny's evolving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, again, it's like you always like to think that Benny would always have Ray's back. I need to find a way of answering without putting Ray into the poop any more than he has to. Yeah. And I also think the same of uh, Ray on the other side of it, that, yeah, he might um, not cross the T's and dot the I's exactly on a case in the past. However, I don't think he'd ever have crossed the line of planting mm. evidence. There was still a code to him. Yeah. And, you know, I've often commented on the fact that uh, Ray has a bit of Benny in him, Benny has a bit of Ray in him. Not like that, Michelle. Uh, but so those, like, little voices in their heads already existed before they met each other, but they bring them to the surface and keep them honest and keep them doing the right thing. Or in the case of uh, Benny keeps him from falling into the Boy Scout too much mm. that he doesn't live and doesn't 
you know, um, be a full round of cop because he's thinking outside the box. He's not just following the rule path. So they both grow from each other. But I like to think that there's certain lines which have to be within them already yeah. for them to um, influence each other like that. Yeah. And kind of moving along with the story as well, obviously Ray's very concerned for his family. He sends most of his family away, but Francesca's kind of refusing to get them. And I love this. He wants to keep Francesca's, um, just to say straight. Um, yeah. What, Doesn't you know, want he, her going for girls? Go on, Michelle. Safe. How can I mistake safe and straight? I don't know where my mind's going tonight. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> throwing myself. Yeah, he wants to keep her safe. So where does he put her for the night? Oh, wait no, but the first thing I noticed was when she uh, Ray saying goodbye to his mum and the family all driving off without Francesca, leans in the car, and obviously the, the actor who played uh, Ray's mum wasn't available. Who's like, what's that, mum? No, no, you've got to leave town. Okay, leave town now, though. You know, take a... What, like, what's that city? Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's kind of nice. Yeah. So, Francesca is staying with Benny for the night. Yes, and uh, they get very domestic very it was quickly. It so funny, wasn't it? And I, I noticed, actually, Benny seemed less shy around her. Mm. Whereas in previous episodes, she, he's always been a bit uncomfortable with yeah. them being alone. And he feels a bit more relaxed. So I, I think it does show some evolution in their relationships. Perhaps leading on from whatever did or didn't happen that one fateful night. I don't know, do you? Oh. But it was, um, Deef was really funny in this episode. He was laying on the bed, wasn't he? And he was obviously not happy that Francesca was there. Yeah, he kept on looking over the nail bars like, what's she doing putting that stuff there? And he was making these little noises, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Perfect nice little Deef moment. That was nice. Deef was not happy. Deef getting jealous. Yeah, I think he was. It's my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was stupid. That's Deef, not me saying that. Uh, <laughs> Although, Paul Gross wants to be my daddy. Hmm? <laughs> oh, see, now I've lost my place. Oh, yeah, Deef and Francesca. Um, yeah, but then they had this whole thing over dinner as well, didn't they? It, it was, It was interesting, and it's... I think it, I don't know about you, but it kind of convinced me more that maybe something has happened with them in the past. I don't know. I think perhaps that, I think actually, and this is partly based on my conversation with um, Mona Milano when I spoke to her. I did put it to her. Yeah. What do you think happened then? Like, do you think it happened? She said, no, look, I think honestly, I think he's too much a gentleman. And, you know, as much as part of us all wants to think that that happened, I don't think it did. And I probably would subscribe to that. Mm. I think maybe that moment of chivalry between them, when he did not say, like when everyone was asking, including Ray, he goes, well, what did she say? She didn't say anything. I can't tell you then. And... Ray had to trust that he had been a gentleman no matter what happened. I think maybe this is like um, Franny's so used to throwing herself at men and them using her and not treating her with respect. Whether or not it did happen, I, again, I'd probably point towards it didn't, but I think maybe that's it. Maybe that she um, she was just so kind of like pleased with him being gentleman. Well, Maybe, maybe that's what it was, but there was there was definitely a very different um, kind of atmosphere around those two. Yeah. Since then, I don't know. I, I we, think maybe we, that's we it. Never know. 
Yeah, we are. Uh, I like that. I love the fact that it's left open. Yeah. Oh, you mentioned Elaine there. Yeah, but I think we saw. Uh, yeah, we didn't see a lot of Elaine, but then we, we had, had a fleeting Elaine this yeah, time. Yeah, we had a fleeting Elaine. Yeah. So and something to... weird in the station, and maybe someone can tell me, and I'll read the comment later. But they had this weird thing when they're outside Walsh's office, where this folder's kind of at this weird angle. They were like hanging by a corner. There was loads yeah, of them. It was weird. I've never seen that in another episode of Due South, and mm. I don't know why. It just seemed stuck out really weird. Mm. Maybe there's a reason why they do that. I don't know. Easy access to something or other. Yeah, and then um, Benny met up with Ray's ex-partner that was on the bus um, to have a chat yeah. with her. I think he was kind of digging a little bit, trying to find out what actually happened around this arrest. There's obviously, lots of people kind of questioning him and, yeah. make, and <coughs> kind of making him kind of slightly... <coughs> Really making him doubt, but I think it was putting questions in his mind, wasn't it? Well, what, what I loved happened. about it is he asked it, and the next logical step seemed to be that he would ask Ray, but he never did. No. There was never a question in his mind. His boy mm. uh, had done something wrong. It's like, I, I loved that about this, and it seemed to speak to their friendship that he never even questioned that. No, maybe he was just getting other people's perspectives and what they thought yeah. and what actually happened, because obviously she was there at the time when... This guy was arrested and he wanted her kind of version of what happened. And, and isn't it about this point where uh, Ray starts questioning himself? Might have been. Yeah, because oh, then they were talking in the car, weren't they? And he was talking about how, God, they, this guy was just always at one step ahead of him. He, you know, he was... Oh, yeah, and they found the yeah, bug. Yeah, that and bug. they found that, that the car was bugged. Because <coughs> obviously they're sitting in the car talking a lot and then all of a sudden they realise... Oh, the reason he's always one step ahead of us is because he's listening and they find they find the bug. Yeah, I just love the fact that and I think it's the next scene where they're uh, back at the station and Ray's saying, it's like, look, I never, you know, got any of these riddles. It's like uh, this train leaves this station this time, this train leaves this station that time, what time they meet. The only answer I ever had was like, I don't care. And, and Ray says, well, Benny says, that's... <coughs> he sneezes and then he says... <laughs> Well, that's a fine answer. And, he, you know, he's always yeah. supportive. It's like, well, you know, it's almost like a non It's like, there is no reason why that does particularly yeah. matter, you know. And that's wonderfully Benny, because you know Benny would have probably been able to spit out the answer that second. Yeah. <laughs> but he he realised he isn't the be-all and end-all. Like, it, it's almost like it's something he's learned since he's been around Ray. Yeah. Yeah. So then Ray gets called into the office because of this investigation yeah. that's going on. And for a minute, I thought that like Ray was going to get like suspended, like pending investigation or something. Mm. But I mean, they make it very clear that um, they think some dodgy stuff kind of happened during like this guy's arrest, and that he's probably planted evidence. There was this whole thing about a, a heel from a shoe that was found, and apparently, what was this? they were saying like something about it being in Ray's pocket, and then it ends up in the crime scene. I don't know because. Yeah, cause, and you had lots of, uh, like, then you started to have the old clues come in thick and fast. You had a car which was crushed and bugged. Yes. Which the only thing you think of, by the way, they act as if, like, what could cause that? Everyone thinking, surely, that's Scrap a car yard, crusher. Scrapyard. Yeah. yeah. It's the only thing that's come to mind. So it's a little bit, yeah. And there's also the fact that um, Eternal Affairs, clearly at this point, out for Ray, but in the denouement, of the episode, uh, suddenly they're there and they're, they're there for Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, 
There's some contrivances and some conveniences to this episode, is all I'm going to say. Yeah, anyway, um, Benny goes back to his um, apartment. (coughs) He goes in, he's calling out to Deef. There's no Deef. There's no Deef from Baker. So uh, he was finding, like, tufts of hair around. I'm thinking that's that's not unusual. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Jesus. He's got animals. Yeah, uh, around the place. Willow and Dottie shed for England, they yeah. do. Yeah. And then there was a little bit of rope or something. And I'm thinking, well, Benny wouldn't have beef tied up. So I don't, I didn't quite get where the rope came from. It would just be tied up in the apartment. No, no, I assume the rope was from when the kidnapper, yeah. whoever got beef, had tied up. Or maybe even just left that there as a false clue yeah. so they'd know Benny being Benny, he would lick he it. Would... And like, the one thing you don't expect when Benny licks the rope, which is not metaphor, but when Benny licks the rope, you're expecting it's like a, like a wonderful characteristic and he just like licks it and just faints. Faints, that's it. Oh, well, gone. goes unconscious. But that shows just how much the person knows Benny. Yeah, they've done their research, which this guy's been out of prison for a day, so of course he's had time. Obviously he knows everything about Benny. He's like, oh yeah, if he finds a clue, he's going to lick it. And again, now you could justify that it's like, oh, in prison they had internet access for so many hours yeah. a day, but not then. Not then. It's like, how is he getting this? There's a lot of conveniences to this episode, mm. is all I'm going to say. Yeah. Poor Benny, he's out for the camp. And then uh, Ray gets a squashed car, doesn't he? Yes. But then it kind of dawns That's the on... squashed car. Yeah. <coughs> and what's the other oh, thing they get? No, what was I think there was he already got the squash card, so he was talking to Benny about it. But there was something else that made him go to the scrapyard. And I can't remember what that was now. Was it a milkshake that brought him to the yard? No, no, that was with Clace. Was it Clace? What other yeah. Kesha. Well, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to sneeze. I realised I was off camera. I might look like I was um, messing with my Yeah, just keep picking your nose. I was trying not to sneeze. Um, I can't remember what it was, but something... Drinking. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. So, so which pointed him back towards the scrapyard. The scrapyard, which we were already thinking. Um, yeah, and Benny yeah. is tied up in a car, in a scrapyard, he's about to be crushed. Deef and Baker was in there. Oh, Mountie and a hearse. Ah, yes, Mountie and a hearse. The least subtle of his clues, it has to be said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they get the Mountie and the hearse, so then, yeah, they go down there and they find them tied up. And there's a wonderful mechanism. It sort of looked a bit Saw-esque, because mm. I don't know if you've ever seen the Saw movies, but they've always got these contraption. Puts his hand into uh, free Benny, who's also gagged at the time, so he can't warn can't him. Warn him. And when he goes to pull his arm off, he gets trapped. Yeah. So he's stuck in there. Benny and Deep are stuck in this car. They're thinking they're going to get crushed. Um, and then the guy comes, like, reveals himself to um, Ray, and they're talking. And he gets him to admit to murdering one of these women that had disappeared, because Ray's going, you know, I've spoken to her, and she's named you, and blah, blah, blah. And he's yeah. like, that's impossible. And he <laughs> yeah, found out he her. sent him uh, the partner home early and rigged yeah. it all. Yeah. Yeah, and so he, this some guy, Carver, he admits to Ray's face that he killed this woman. You couldn't have talked to her because I killed her. Yeah. Um, and then, would you know it? He was bugged. <laughs> he was yeah. Bugged. Walsh was there. <laughs> and again, I, I get it. He, he's bugged himself so everything could be heard yeah. and everything. But yeah. Why internal affairs suddenly on Ray's side and yeah. they've agreed Up to come? Yeah, until now, everyone has been against Ray, then all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll come All we had to do was have Walsh and um, Dewey there and have them spring out and then you cut away to later on and internal affairs are there being yeah. told what happened. Yeah, 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 
Tell the first games, well, okay then, we'll, we'll let you do this unofficial thing <laughs> with no guarantee of anything. Obviously, they've all witnessed him saying he killed this person, he's rearrested and sent back to jail, and everyone's okay. It's the mega happy ending. <laughs> yeah. There was a lovely little touch like, when they showed this guy in prison, though. Yes, and uh, Ray sent in what looks like an ambulance. I think it must be some sort of it cop must car. Be some kind of police car. Because then he opens up the back and there's a picture of just, just Ray smiling, smiling Ray. away. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> nice touch. Kind of yeah. Moment, but. Um, yeah, I mean, a, a, a fun little episode. Yeah. Um, so we've got now some other orders of business. Can you give me the information I seek? Mm, tell me that the best moments of the week are. So. Michelle, let's let's kick it off with the uh, oh god, I almost forgot how it was done. The most American of the week. We're going to kick it off with most American, <coughs> which I have not thought about once. I must admit. <laughs> no, I have to say I haven't thought about any of these. These are going to be off the top of my head. The most American. I'm going to say Carver, because it's that thing of like, I feel in American shows more than Canadian or even English shows. Or British shows, you'd have that kind of thing of um, the setup of like all these little toys and all these kind of clues and everything. Yeah. Seems quite American that kind of ideal and you know that gamesmanship of it. How about for yourself? I think I will go for. I don't know. I kind of want to go for the internal. Um... First. Yeah. I think I will. I'm going to go for the internal affairs guy. Um, I think he was kind of very kind of like, I don't really know how to put it, very kind of like by the by the book. You know, and I think from what we see of like the Canadian people, they're, even though like Benny's by the book, he always kind of sees the good in people where the internal affairs guy is very kind of like, um, as a word I'm trying to find and it's not coming to me. Authoritative? Maybe. It's someone. It's the kind of character you see quite often in, in like American programs. Okay, I like it. I feel like I'm not explaining it very well. You never do. No, 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 <laughs> no. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so we've got the most Canadian of the yeah. week. Now I can't remember her name, but is it the female lawyer who's on the case, like the brunette in the shower? And she's also in it later on. With yeah, she's in Ray it later Chang. on. Yeah. Because she's just after truth and justice in mm. the Canadian way, eh? So I, I think she's yeah. very friendly, very helpful, like all those uh, wonderful Canadian traits. Do you know what she just made me think of, though? Um, that I might go for my Canadian of the week. When they first went to her apartment after the <laughs> shower turkey scene, there's an old lady that answers the door and she's like, Oh, can I get you a cup of tea? <laughs> <laughs> Something like this, she says. And um, I... I can remember now I'm Benny going, oh, thank you, very, oh, thank you kindly, ma'am, or something. Was for, in these bizarre, weird circumstances, this old lady's like, oh, can I get you a cup of tea? And of course, we can't forget, uh, best creepy clown character of the week. Now, oh. it's usually we struggle on this one, but this one, I think we've got it. No, um, no the uh, best Stephen Baker moment of the week. So we've got three of them to choose from, really, I think. I think mine's going to be the baby sniffing part. <laughs> Don't make it sound creepy. The pram reveal that it's got vomit yeah. scene. Um, I'm kind of tempted to go for the first scene because it's very dog-like to be like. Uh, it seems. I, I swear, 
and I've never said this about Tiefen Baker. I, I swear we're seeing the actor come through in the character <laughs> here. When the character when Tiefen Baker's looking at the two of them, but really half-hearted and yawning in between, you see the dog yawn. Much the way my dogs sometimes yawn when I'm talking to them. <laughs> um so I'm gonna see that and like it's one step away from like, right, I'll be in my trail until it's my scene. <laughs> We just always just sniff some babies. Call me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I've actually got something to do in the scene as opposed to going, oh, yeah, I wonder what those humans are saying. Fucking fascinating. Sorry, pardon my language. Bloody fascinating. Um, sorry, we try to keep it family friendly these days on the show, kind of. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah, so that's going to be that. I, I, I went, um, how many model toys <laughs> out of 10 do you give this episode? I'm going to give this one seven. Seven? Okay. Seven, because yeah. I, I feel like I've left with a lot of questions. Cool, okay. I am going to give it... Now, we're left with questions, which I haven't really answered. I think you could have made more of the characters from Ray's past. Yes. And there's a lot of conveniences here for guys been out of prison. Almost, that's in, almost that comes all the way around because it's kind of enjoyable, because it's so ridiculous, and that's kind of into South's wheelhouse. Mm. For any other show, if they had these unanswered questions, it would be a lot more annoying. So it's not as much for a sin because Deep South is a bit fun and silly and doesn't need everything off, answered. <coughs> so I think I'm going to go down to a six. Mm-hmm. Still, like, again, I always point out this is on Deep South scale. So a six in their world is is a higher number than a lot of other shows. Um, yeah. But I'd say that's a six. Uh, but a very enjoyable episode kind of one of those ones we've said before it's like it's not there's never I don't think there's any episodes uh, certainly that we've come to so far in our rewatch that I'd say are fillers yeah. however there's some which are just standard juice out as opposed to really special episodes yeah. this is one of your standard kind of episodes in fact if they had made the kind of tweaks which we're talking about maybe it could have been a really special episode they're all ingredients there like, we love things like the matchbook and one of the other yes, episodes, yeah. and in here, that's the models and stuff like that. So it's wonderful Jew South kind of fair, but it doesn't really get to those heights, I don't think. No. So that's the uh, the best of the weeks. That's the um, uh, uh, markings out of 10. Um, by the way, if, 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 if I cannot save the beginning, just so for anyone who missed it, our runs of the week have been... Captain Morgan is our standard fair, which we always like a bit of that. And uh, uh, Bio got... Pink. Bio Pink. Bio. Bio. I can't say it properly. Bio. On the On Bio. bio. You've got to sing it. You can't Jambalaya, sing it. Jambalaya. Jambalaya. Well, we Sound of the We're having fun. On the Bio. Which I was saying earlier reminded me of... I didn't say on the show, but it reminded me of... Um, and a show called Boston Legal, which had <laughs> William Shatner and James Spader on it. Uh, you're right to laugh. It was hilarious. It was <laughs> but also could make some really salient points about current mm. politics in America at the time. But it was so funny. There was one episode which opened up where they had a case in uh, where they had to go to Luciano, Louisiana. And um, Denny Crane, played by William Shatner, had this little toy trump. And it goes, <laughs> Denny Crane, on the bayou. <sighs> And he started playing the thing, and he played the uh, um, the Boston Legal theme tune, which was played over the credits on the, yeah. this little trumpet. It was very silly, very fun, great show. Uh, much like Due South, of course. Uh, you see, brought it all around. And by the way, uh, again, just in case this bit's missing, uh, the beginning's missing from the 
audio version, which I'm going to have to use for my phone. Uh, which mini mountains have we had tonight? Uh, so we started it's off. a bit of a recap if you've been with us yeah, since the beginning. Yeah, a little recap from the beginning. So uh, I think it was 124 or 125 was Victoria, a lady I work with. Yes, 124. And 125 was Paula. Tanti. Yeah, Tanti. And 126 was Gordon Curry. And these are... Um, My housemates. Yeah. So there we go. That's our uh, mini manties. That's the rum that we're drinking. We've had a wonderful time. Lovely to hang out with you as always. <coughs> as I said earlier on, also, we're going to be doing a Squee Fest. It's coming up soon. Uh, early days of planning. Our charity this time is Shelter, a wonderful UK charity which uh, deals with people around issues of homelessness and stopping people from being homeless uh, in these tougher times than... Um, than usual for most. Um, by the way, you can give now if you want to. Just giving dot com slash shelter squee, s l h e l t e r s q u e e. So that's the just giving page, and we're gonna have some guest announcements coming up soon. I'm sure, including some from Due South uh, World. Um, was there anything else? Oh yeah, and by the way, uh, because we are um gonna be. Doing a due south a by southeast episode on the night, uh, we're going to kick it off series three. So um, next weekend we're going to record a double episode of due south by southeast. One episode is going to go out live. The next episode uh, is going to be recorded to go out later. The audio snafus which we've had tonight should be put to bed because we're recording in my usual setup. Um, but that's it. Yeah, thank you very much for watching. I've been detective squee. With me as always has been. Mountie Michelle, and we've got uh, Willow and Totty spoiled about like that. Just stick there. As you can tell, they were massively interested in the episode <laughs> that we yes. just recorded. Willow's now turning away in disgust. <laughs> Don't film me sleeping, Dad. And until next week, Michelle, say guys had a compass and they want to keep it pointed in a certain direction until next week. Which direction, pray tell, might they keep it pointed in? Due south. By, by southeast. southeast.